Hey there, this is It's All Good, a Block Club Chicago podcast, and I'm your host, John Hansen. This is episode 61. A Chicago mom is the chalk of the town, and we'll meet her soon. A quick reminder, we'd love it if you could rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast. That goes a long way of getting the word out about what we do. We have a TV show. It's called On the Block. You can catch that Thursday nights at 7 on the U, Saturdays at 10 a.m. and Sundays at 6.30 p.m. on CW26. And, of course, go to the website if you haven't, blockclubchicago.org, and consider becoming a subscriber or a donor there. That is huge for our nonprofit newsroom. All right, let's get to episode 61. Rebecca LaFleur is a Northside mom who's always had an artistic streak. During the pandemic, she picked up some chalk and she began doodling on the sidewalk with her daughter right in front of their house. Then they started going other places in the neighborhood and then it caught on and then it spread because she's the chalk of the town 312 on Instagram. And I mentioned that right off the top here because I know it's a little strange to do a podcast about an artist, right? It's a it's a visual story. But if you want and I think it would help. Slide on over to our Instagram, check out our work, and it's Chalk of the Town 312. It'll help get you into the story a little bit. So I went to her North Center home and walked around the neighborhood a little bit, which nearly every sidewalk is now her canvas. So I grew up in Texas and I moved to Chicago in 2012 to go to grad school, and I've been living on the north side of Chicago ever since then. When did you actually start chalking uh, the, the sidewalks of Chicago? In 2020, during the height of the pandemic, I was um, at home with my daughter, like so many people were, and I just wanted to find something safe that we could do outside. And so we started doing a lot of chalk art, and I realized that I really enjoyed it. And we started getting a lot of reactions from people in the neighborhood, and because everyone else was at home too. So they would be walking by, and they enjoyed seeing what we had come up with. And so it just kind of became a thing. I created an Instagram handle, Chalk of the Town 312, and I started just doing chalk art all around Chicago. And I would always put my Instagram handle underneath it so people could follow along. And um, yeah, I've just been doing it ever since then. And, and since then, I've also started doing commissioned work. So, you know, I've done school openings, a lot of birthdays and other events. People will hire me. So it's become a, a side hustle, too. Yeah, for sure. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> did you have a background as an artist, like, growing up? Or was did you ever have a passion for it? Or is this something you just picked up as an adult? Whenever I was a kid, I always really enjoyed doing cartoons and caricatures. Um, but it's something that I never really did as an adult. So this was kind of like... A, rediscovering something I enjoyed as a child but but yeah I had never done as an adult so it's been really cool. It's not just the finished product you like the process is important. Yeah I, I definitely find the whole thing very relaxing it's a stress reliever um, I enjoy I, it's it's helped me get to know my neighborhood more because people will always stop by and want to chat and I've just met a lot of people that I wouldn't have otherwise. Her artwork is incredible really it is it's really good, and as I was soon to learn, chalk is not easy to handle. I watched her a bit in action, and she kind of puts down like a gardening pad that offers her some support and comfort for her knees. She gets her chalk, and with her right hand, she creates sidewalk masterpieces. Oh, and there's one part of the story that I've left out. So I got into a car accident in 2007 and I lost all the fingers on my right hand and my right hand is my dominant hand. And so there was definitely a period of time where I worried I wouldn't even be able to hand write again, let alone 
create any kind of art. And so um, I think that was, I, I did eventually learn to handwrite with my right hand and that is what I do. But I think I was always a little intimidated to start drawing again, just because um, I worried I wouldn't be able to do it the same. So whenever I started chalking in 2020, it was a really cool realization like, oh wow, like I can, I can still do this and I kind of have a knack for it and I enjoy it. And so that made the whole experience even cooler for me. Has that been a confidence boost? Yeah, for sure. Like I, I think it, it's just, it's made me realize that you shouldn't be, not to be intimidated by things and just to go for it. And you never know what you can do. So there are a lot of life lessons in the chalking. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> And it's about, you know, the process of going through things, making mistakes along the way. I, one of the things that's kind of cool about it is the fact it's a temporary medium. And so I feel more able to experiment and it's okay if you mess up. It, the rain will wash it away and you can try it again. So it allows you to be a little more adventurous. Yes. Yeah. So what sort of characters do you like to do? I like doing all sorts of stuff. I tend to be drawn to, to nostalgic characters. I was, I was a 90s kid and I was always really into like Nickelodeon cartoons yeah. and stuff like that. So I really enjoy drawing that kind of stuff. But um, I get a lot of requests. So if you'll come down to my walkway right now, it's filled with all kinds of random characters. And, and they're people that, they're things that both neighbors and people on Instagram have asked me to draw. And so I'm just filling them up my walkway up with requests until it rains. So. <laughs> do you wake up like once a week and decide I'm gonna go chalk somewhere down the street? Like how do you determine when and where you're doing them? A lot of it is, yeah, it is fitting it in into my day to day since I do have a whole other job and family. You're like so, busy being a mom and yeah, you can't just chalk all day um, long. Yeah. Right, so yeah, it is. It, a lot of it is fitting it in. Um, but then sometimes I'll get ideas of like something to do in a specific place and I'll kind of like you know, schedule a time where I know I can do that. We went to the bus stop. Do you like doing bus stops? Yeah, there, there are a lot of bus stops around where I live and I like doing that just because it's a public place and people tend to go there and, you know, it's a fun thing for them to see while they're waiting for the bus. So I do tend to do a lot of the bus stops. So we went to the bus stop on Montrose and Damon. It's a few blocks away from our house and decided to chalk together and it was fun. It was relaxing and she took it easy on me. One, I guess I was just trying to think of something easy for me to teach you, but <laughs> I don't know. Shots fired. I didn't, have, I didn't have any like grand plans. Okay, so you're gonna do, um, what are we gonna do, Snoopy and Woodstock? Yeah. So where, how do you get started on this? You just, is, okay, you just so go off your phone or no, you get a white piece chalk? Yeah, so I, I usually, um, if, it's a, if it's a specific character, I'll have like a reference photo. Uh-huh. Um, and I start with white chalk and I have like my little baby wipes. And so I'll like do the outline first with white chalk. And then if I mess up, I can like wipe it with <laughs> the baby wipes. Wow, okay. Um, and then once I'm done with the outline, that's when I start like filling it in. Okay. And we're at the so, bus stop, so this will be very visible yeah, to people. Yes. <laughs> so we have baby wipes in case mine is terrible. We can just, yeah. you weren't supposed to nod to that, but. <laughs> It's going to be wonderful. Thank you. So if you want to try and, or okay. you can do Snoopy, whichever one you think. No, I'll do the bird. Okay. Like Snoopy's so iconic. If I mess up Snoopy, people are going to be mad. Woodstock, okay. I mean, it's a bird. If you want, maybe, do you think you want to do it that way? Or we could try to do them next oh, to Oh, next each to each other? other? I'll do it next to each other. Okay. I'll come next to you. Okay. I'm starting with this big nose first. And then it kind of bulbs down. Actually, I'm just going to do the body outline first. 
as we chalk and I start to calm down, feel relaxed, it's very therapeutic, there's these reminders that we're still at a busy intersection in the middle of a city. Does your daughter ever do it with you? She has like a shorter attention span. <laughs> but, than uh, me or? <laughs> even shorter than you. Yeah. Fast. I can cover it up later, right? In black or something like that, yeah. a different color. Okay. Hey, that's good. That's I'm getting there. That. Look at that. <laughs> I made him too skinny. He's on a diet. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, you know his weight fluctuates like all of us. Like a <laughs> exactly. Now you're gonna start filling it in, and luckily he is all yellow. Do you get a lot of people watching you all the time when you do this, wondering what the heck is that lady doing? Um, sometimes, yeah, like sometimes people will come up to me and say like, are you okay? Because it looks like I'm just like kneeling, <laughs> like in the cement. Like, oh yeah, just chalking. Am I doing okay? Yep, and then, it, yeah, once you're done filling it in, you can start with the, um, doing the black outline. Oh, okay. I mean, you gotta be kind of impressed with how I'm doing so far, right? I am impressed. No, I really am. <laughs> Overall, not too bad. I did an okay Woodstock, and you can check for yourself on her Instagram page, Chalk at the Town 312, or mine, John Hanson Talks, if you want to see the final product. It was fun, and then we walked away. And I assume people walking by saw it, and hopefully it made their day, made them smile. And I asked Rebecca about that feeling of walking away. Just like most art, you don't get to see the people that appreciate it, for the most part. What's that like? Thankfully for me, like now that we have social media, a lot of people are able to connect with me and tell tell me how much they enjoy seeing the art, that they're always like on the lookout for my latest piece. And so that that's always really cool to hear. Have you become like a local celebrity on the block? Kinda, like I always am amazed when people like pretty regularly come up to me and are like, hey, you're chalk of the town. Like the other day I was just walking down the street and a guy shouted out at his car, like, love your work. And so. That's cool. Um, yeah, so it is kind of cool. Yeah, I imagine it started more underground. Like people are walking around, they're like, what is this? Why is this always in this neighborhood? Uh, it's kind of cool to give them the answer. Yeah, <laughs> yep, it's all me. What's your dream kind of moving forward with this? I don't really know. I mean, I don't have any like grand plans necessarily. I just, I, I definitely will continue chalking, chalking up the neighborhoods. I, I really enjoy it and I won't be stopping ever, I don't think. I don't know. Chalk till, yeah, you, yeah. Chalk till you drop. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, it's also cool. Like, I mean, I'm sure you didn't set out to be an inspiration, but I imagine for artists that maybe have other limitations or perceived limitations mm -hmm. that they really can overcome a lot and try a lot of things. Yeah, for sure. It's amazing how your body will adapt when it has to. And so, yeah, it, it, it's been cool discovering I could do things that I didn't think I could do. Actually, uh, I did a TV spot uh, a little while ago and the person who edited the TV segment messaged me and said, hey, I have a hand difference and it was really cool editing your piece and like I related so much to a lot of like the struggles you went through and that means um, a lot. Yeah. And so it, it was cool knowing that like, yeah, she like related to it and um, felt the need to reach out to me. I'm sure there's a lot of people that could relate to that, yeah. right? Has anyone not liked the uh, chalk uh, the chalk art? Actually, no, like a lot of people have asked me that, like if I ever get angry people and thankfully I, I haven't yet. Everyone has always been super supportive and um, you know, if they either ignore it or they like stop and like want to talk about it and take photos and are very positive, so. Do so you hope to see other people out chalking the sidewalk? 
would that be cool to start seeing more of your neighbors, more people in the city? No, I don't want competition. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's know. like, chalk of the town. I am the chalk of the town. No, that, that would be really cool. And I, I mean, I have gotten people in other areas tell me that I've inspired them to start it in their own town. Um, and I, I think that would be great. I would love to see more chalk art around. And sometimes I do see chalk art up out and about, and I, I'll take a photo of it and post it in my story or whatever. I enjoy seeing it. So uh, people have reached out saying they've done it in other areas? Uh, I can think of one person who reached out to me on Instagram and was asking about like the certain chalk supplies I use and stuff because she really wanted to start in doing a similar thing in, in her area. And That's so I encouraged cool. her to do that. So You could, you could start a movement. Yeah. <laughs> Right, we see this with murals too, with graffiti art, with street art, the same thing with chalk art. Like, you create something and it could be gone hours later. That's both great and sad at the same time too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and sometimes it, it's particularly sad when like, I feel like I'm right in the middle of something amazing and then it just starts raining. <laughs> so I have to start that happens? Yes. Do you check the weather before you go out? Yeah, like I obsessively check the weather now. Really? So if you need to know what the weather is going to be, I, I probably know. Well, so. right, because you probably don't start anything if it's going to rain later that day, right? Right, yeah. What's your threshold, like 50% showers and then you're like, no chance? Yeah, definitely want to do it with 50%. 30% maybe I'll try. And sometimes you've been out there and it starts raining? Yes. Uh, do you do it in the winter too? I do, yeah. So I'll just be all bundled up and I'll not when when actually whenever there's um, snow all over the ground. Thankfully, in my backyard, I have this large concrete wall, and so I'll kind of fill up the wall whenever like the snow's on the ground because I can't do it on the ground. But but yeah, I'll do it all in all temperatures. I just dress accordingly. Who's noticed? I mean, obviously you have a lot of followers on Instagram. Any big names reaching out? Yeah, so probably the one I got most excited about was Pixar um, shared a series of Pixar characters that I chalked, and I was really excited about that. Um, but also like the Dr. Seuss um, Instagram account, Peppa Pig, Bluey. Yeah, just like a lot of, you know, characters, character accounts will share my work, and I'm always excited about that. It's better that they appreciate it than send a cease and desist order. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> was there any like, Thing you haven't done yet that you're like, ooh, I, I really want to chalk this? Well, I have an idea, my, like probably like my next idea. This is like totally out of what I normally do, but I want to do Picasso on pavement. And so I want to do a Picasso piece, but on like with chalk. And so I think that's going to be like my next thing I'm going to try. Oh my gosh. Now, okay, Snoopy getting washed away <laughs> by the rain is one thing, yeah. but a Picasso piece? I mean, it's cool, it's ambitious. Yeah. What about that makes you excited to try it? I mean, I like the idea of Picasso on pavement. I thought that was clever. You like the alliteration? <laughs> I like the alliteration. And I just think it would be fun. It's like a style that I like haven't delved into yet. So, you know, I want to start like branching out, trying different styles that I haven't tried before. And sure enough, a few days after we chatted, there it was on her Instagram page, Picasso on the pavement. You can check it out for yourself at Chalk of the Town 312. Rebecca is still chalking with her daughter, and as you heard her say, she'll continue into the winter months and do it as long as she can.
Hey, Block Club Chicago is on WGN Radio, too. That's each Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday in the mornings on the Bob Surratt Show. And that's 720 on your dial, or you can go to WGNRadio.com to hear it wherever you are. And here's a recent appearance from co-founder Seamus Toomey. Christmas has come early for Chicago-area Girl Scouts, right, Seamus? That's right, Bob. It uh, came in a big way yesterday. The Chicago-area Girl Scouts got $4.2 million from billionaire philanthropist Mackenzie Scott. It was a part of a $84.5 million gift that um, that uh, Jeff Bezos' former wife gave to Girl Scouts all over the country. Uh, huge news for the, um, the, the Girl Scouts of Greater Chicago and Northwest Indiana, which covers about 10 counties throughout our whole area. Uh, it's the biggest gift they've ever gotten. It's the biggest gift the Girl Scouts of America have ever gotten. So uh, they're ecstatic. They're going to use it to improve a bunch of uh, services, some buildings, their STEM program, and they're really going to use it to push for more membership in underserved areas. So uh, $4.2 million, I did the math, that would be about 840,000 boxes of cookies if Mackenzie <laughs> Scott's is hungry. Not bad. Some Thin Mints. Uh, that's a nice story. Uh, this one is not. A legendary sub shop closing in Rogers Park. What happened here? Right. This was, uh, this was Block Club's uh, top story yesterday. So you can tell the, the interest in the uh, Rogers Park neighborhood for Captain Nemo's. Um, it's been there as long as I've been alive. Uh, it's, uh, it's at 7367 North Clark, a, you know, a sub shop before sub shops were everywhere. Uh, he closed down on Saturday. He's in a, um, the owner is in a fight with the city. Uh, an earlier, another restaurant in Lakeview had closed down earlier for health concerns, and uh, rather than getting them all fixed, he, he decided to move on. In return, the city has uh, put a, a restriction on his Rogers Park restaurant and wanted him to pay a $400 fine. He says, I'm not paying that $400 fine. I'm taking my subs and I'm going home. So uh, he closed down the store after 51 years over the $400 fine. He still has a location in Winnetka and he said, I'm going to try to get all my customers to go up there. So well, stay tuned. That's uh, sometimes these uh, fights with the city, they they eventually get resolved and uh, they'll figure it out. Yeah, at least we can uh, go to the North Shore for a good sandwich. Uh, Finally, uh, a nice uh, a nice honor for some uptown folks who were discriminated against. Right. This is uh, the city's uh, sort of writing a a historical wrong Um, over the weekend. The city rededicated a a place called the Winthrop Family Historical Garden. It's in the 4600 block of North Winthrop in in Uptown. And the reason it's there is because back in the 1920s, when black families started looking to buy homes in Uptown, uh, there was a petition passed where they were only allowed to buy homes on that block, in the 4600 block there. They couldn't move anywhere else, so it became a very tight-knit community there with the people that moved there. They called themselves the Winthrop Avenue family, and uh, but they couldn't live anywhere else. So now the city is is recognizing uh, how they banded together and lived on that block and, and made a community there with this garden. It's It's got planter boxes. It's got murals. It's got benches. It's, uh, it, it's, it's really a, quite a beautiful thing that they built there. It was rededicated over the weekend, and the, the, the folks and the descendants of the people that originally lived there were just really uh, honored to, to be recognized for, for, for a very long time to come. Nice. Thank you, Seamus Toomey. Have a good day. Thanks, Bob. And that'll do it for Episode 61. Thank you so much for listening, and we will drop another pod on you next week.